Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. <laughs> Welcome to Raw, the unofficial Lions podcast. They don't even know we're doing it. Nobody knows. <laughs> Nobody knows. Do they not know? They don't care. And don't you dare like edit on a proper Lions Raw. You can do it on the next few, but not on that one because that was too good. For well, I was Where did go- that come from? I was going to do it on this one because obviously you don't hear the edit. I cut most of your best bits out, funnily enough. Mm. Um, you know, if I've lost interest, that's it. It's gone. That came straight from the guts, didn't it, that? You know that 20-minute piece you did last week on Brexit? Gone. <laughs> the piece you did on Matt Hancock in the NHS? Definitely gone. Matt Ham what? Um, <laughs> before I ask you anything else, Durders at the Premiership final stitched me up. We had, we had At the Premiership final, we have to do a and a and it's... Um, and we do it in front of all the club owners and the great and the good of BT Sport, Prem Rugby, RFU, like big dogs up in the spirit of rugby. And the first question is, should Matt Hancock resign? His first question to me, and of course he has now. He stitched me up in the Gallagher room, stitched me up everywhere. Oh. Anyway, fella, what, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? No I, one's asked us to be here. Nope, not at all. But I think we owe it to the listeners. Mm. We owe it, you know, it's... It's the Lions. It doesn't come around very often. Every four years, we have to. Yeah. We have to. It'd be it'd be weird, wouldn't it, if we didn't do wouldn't something, it? wouldn't um, it, online during this tour? God, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I don't know why I said God. He can't hear me. Lee, Lee, leave him out of it. Um, yeah, we're, we're going to do we're going to do about six pods, and mm. we're going to do three um, what I call shows, but they're actually Instagram lives on our phone. I've got a. I've got a a, 50, a seventeen and pounds. I think it was seventeen pounds fifty um, tripod off Amazon mm. for a thing I did during um, Lockie D three in your bedroom. And yeah, week your week in the bedroom, and we can use that. We can use that, and we're going to grill and chill, mm. and ideally kill. Sorry, thrill. Um, we're going to. I think our Instagram lives are going to be barbecue based. We're going to marinate, mm. percolate. And masticate, reverse um, it. We're going to do a lot. So yeah, some some interesting stuff coming up. Um, so yeah, yeah, very, very, very. But 
We're not going to do it like the normal pod. This is going to be 30 minutes max. Apart from today. Okay. Maybe, yeah, maybe not today. We're going to, we're going to do tight, short, concise pods. Mm. This is not, you know, oh, this is what I've been up to this week and all that. This is bang, lions, performance, thoughts. Don't talk to me about positive COVID tests and the tour and all that. Don't talk to me about that. This is lions, insight, you know, punditry, analysis, commentary, whatever you want to call it. And it's punchy, right? It's super contemporary. But Shanks, what have you been up to, fella? Ooh, well, I went up to Sutton Coalfield to the Belfry Hotel for Mike Tyndall's uh, outdoor golf day. Ah, uh, of course you did. Mm, so much fun. Raising oh, money for uh, for Matt Hampson, Get Busy Living, and also Parkinson's because... Um, you know, his dad has been diagnosed with that, so yeah. it's very close to his heart as well. But it was brilliant, mate. All outdoors, all brilliant, all socially distant. Elvino did flow. Oh, I bet it did, fella. Mm, I bet it did, mate. Well done. You struggling today? The, you in Strugsville? No, I'm okay. They they did the best thing and they took the seriousness away from the golf, so it was it became a lot more sociable. Um, and is I is that is they, are they the words of someone who underperformed on the day? Um, no one really cared about performance, mate. It was one. Of, it was just one of those things that, you know, it was. If you can get through golf, if you can finish mid-table, you've done well. No yeah. one wants to finish top, and no one wants to finish bottom. So mid-table is absolutely where you want to be. And Why don't you want to finish top? Because everyone harangues you. Yeah, everyone thinks you. you're a cheat. So, yeah, like like Sean Perry, I told the old England scrum half I mentioned, and he he sent me a text saying it wasn't him. I think he said it was Mearsy Lee mm. Mears. Yeah. But they're out there, aren't they? Yeah. It wasn't Pez, apparently. Gummers. Andy Gummersall is one of the worst. That's but, it. That's it. But yep. sometimes in life you get a little moment that just it just tickles you and no one else sees it. And I had it, mate. I had, it just it made me laugh internally and, and no one else was part of it. And they had some music going on outdoors and one of the singer from the from this um one of the musicians there he had these massive pair of heels on it. And just as he finished a song, I said, you don't see heels like that anymore. And he just turned and went, you can still find them. And carried on. And carried on. And I was like that. Oh. Oh, beautiful. Another one. Beautiful. I found another. Yeah. Knew exactly what I was coming from. Delivered it. And I just laughed inside. Yeah. And that's a, that's a lovely moment for you. Because mm. it's one of those moments, a rare moment for you, when you realise you're not alone. And um, I also go out for are- a drink later later on you know not as mates but he said no yeah that's mm. a shame but I, I had the opposite the other day where I was doing this thing for the Lions with Vodafone and Sam Warburton and um, Geach were doing it with where we were three of us doing it together and um, I I said on Instagram stories doing this thing with Sam Warburton and Sir Ian because he's not he hasn't got an Instagram handle yeah he's not on Instagram so Sir Ian and Mark Lambert the old Quinn's prop just texted me Sir Ian and I just said, yeah, uh, Sirian McGeekin. And he's like, yeah, I know, mate. It's a joke. I was talking about the Sirian McClellan scene in Extras, which is one of the great scenes, describing his process. And I missed it, completely missed it. He had to explain the joke to me. I had to hit the YouTube link. Mm. Sometimes it can, sometimes... It can backfire. Yeah, you can feel you can feel distance from the rest of the human race, moments mm. like that. But well done, well done to you, fella. Yeah. So we, um, you know, we, we shared a look. You know, like sometimes you get, well, I get it a lot with a lot of the, former lions you know when you walk past the street and just have that look and nod and carry on yeah it's a bit like that yeah yeah i read you fella it's lovely stuff um 
we're going to be we're going to be really really we're going to fire into the rugby in a second we're going to absolutely rip into it and be super tight on it and um punchy on it like full going to go full Gary Neville but um I had a thought I thought about you last night mm. I had a thought that um I used to have a shirt sponsor in the early days at Bath that was a, a nightclub called Blue Rooms in Bath. I thought you were going to say World of Leather, like Die Young. <laughs> King, Kingdom of Leather made me socks um, and knee-high socks. And they, so it was a brilliant sponsor to have. Like We didn't win a lot in those days, but geez, we won a lot of games, no trophies, had a great time. And um, he used to come to the sponsor dinner with his own wine because he wouldn't drink the muck that they were serving at the club. And I used to think, Good oh, on come on. I think, come on, you know, you're... One night you can rough it. Cambys, his name was still a, still friends now actually, and um, and I did it last night, but not with wine. I had a camping trip planned, and I was obviously I was at the prem final. Yeah, and um, so I was late to it. So kids and everyone are there, mates are there with all their kids and everything, and I was a bit late to it. But I went down there a couple of days early because it's just about a quarter of an hour, twenty minutes from where I live. I went down there early. And um, dropped off Kamado Joe and stuck a coat de berth in the state for when oh. I arrived. So I got there. There was some second-hand pork, some three-hour-old beef, a couple of old steaks and some couscous. And they said, oh, all the best food's gone. Has it? Popped inside. Knew the owner of the glamp site. He's a mate, basically, and it's his garden. And put some tents up. Mm. And I popped in, into the fridge, brought it up to room temperature. Field and flour, coat de berth. Who's laughing now? Moi. Same moi. It's the key, mate. Room temperature is the key. But... yeah. You know, you have to be very incompetent to mess up the Cote de Boeuf because it's a real thick ribeye. So it's hard to overcook it because it needs quite a lot of time. Um, sometimes I do, I do it different ways. I don't reverse sear it at the moment. I'm not I'm not into reverse searing, but I'll okay. cook it on a high heat. Then I'll move it to the side and just okay. just let it simmer. But Just leave him. Check it regularly yeah. uh, and take it out. I normally take it about 130 Fahrenheit. Okay. You're American, do you? Yeah, one thirty-five Fahrenheit, um, because it's gonna it's gonna raise probably three or of four. It is. It's gonna keep going while it's resting. But isn't it isn't it just flipping lovely that? Mm. Oh. Do you know what I liked? What I had last night was delicious. I had uh, the lamb chops, and it, oh, like yeah. if you do that with mashed potato, with peas, with broccoli, with onion gravy, with a bit of mint sauce in that onion gravy, like oh, tell me. It takes 20 minutes, and I would pay for a dish like that. I find it that yeah. edible. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah, just just blimmin' lovely stuff, and it's got me hungry now. I've just It's Sunday evening where we are, folks, and I've just had a vegetable, a vegetarian vegetable. No, I didn't. I actually had a veggie stir-fry, but I put some tiger prawns in him. But Ooh, nice. I'm, I can't try to have a meat-free evening. I haven't quite managed it, but it's that's made me hungry now. So I'm thinking about maybe just cooking myself a 14-hour brisket. Ooh, for breakfast nice I won't, I won't do it um, fella this is this is a lion's pod okay it's unofficial we're mm. talking about the lions um, but it's lions 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 how about that prem final god you know I didn't think you could beat Bristol Quinns I thought yep. that is just the best game I've seen until that premiership final it was yep. all the way through you could not turn off and the second half, the first half was good. The second half, even better. Like, brilliant. Like, I thought, like Exeter were, were getting the outside of Quinns in the first half, as we thought, as they've done all season for everyone. But just their ability to scramble and, mm-hmm. and make that last hit. It's sort of, 
some stages they were saying, right, you can have the outside, but we'll just rely on our cover to come across. But so I felt sorry for Cuthbert pulling his hamstring because the ball was, was in horrible. The ball was in play for a long time after that. Um, but Quinns did so well. Scrambled offense, end, scrambled offense. Quinns were unreal. You know, yeah. I don't like. We've seen Exeter do that to so not Exeter, yeah, Exeter do it to so many teams of going around the outside but finishing off the tries. They had opportunities, but Quinns looked so fit, so fit. Mm. Mm. They looked twenty minutes to go or fifteen minutes to go. I was like, they are dead. They are finished. Mm. They got nothing in there, and they just kept coming and coming and coming. And Joe Marler got man of the match, I think, and he he played brilliantly. Just a, a just a perfect performance for a loose head. But as well as that, I you know watching it live, Don Brandt was a bit quiet first. In the he did he scored a try, but otherwise he was quite quiet. But he kept in the first half, but he kept going and going. And in the end, I thought he was fantastic. In the end, I thought he was brilliant. But Marcus Smith, mm. fella. He dragged, he dragged them to victory there. He dragged them through it. He is some boy. He is special, special, special. And you can see why Bath went so hard for him. Leon went so hard for him. And Quinn's mm. dug presumably very, very deep into the coffers to keep him. He he should start the next England game at 10 and the one after that and the one after that. He should start a lot of England games before the next World Cup because yeah. he is truly special. Yeah, um, but I think what makes him even better is that having someone like Danny Kerr at nine yeah. around him as well because uh, he's playing so well. He's just, yeah. He doesn't make bad decisions. Like the vision he's got, the skill set he's got, his ability to, to pick out the right pass, to dictate the right side to play, whether he's going left or right, coming back, he just makes good decisions and that just comes with experience. And that also helps... Marcus Smith run the game as well. Uh, Joe March and defensively, you know, when balls were going over the top, he was the man. That's yeah. corner flagging, that's nailing people. And as I said, normally we see Exeter run away when the balls go over the top like that. You didn't this time. Um, you know, there were instances where I thought Exeter are going to run away with this, but Quinn's, as you said, Flats, just dragged themselves right back into it. And Marcus Smith, like, the real good players, the real good tens are the ones that a given time you should never give a, a 10 time but you have to give certain players time because you don't know what he's going to do so people just hang off him that's what I mean by yeah. giving him time because they don't really want to commit because if they commit they're worried that he's going to put a ball inside he's going to step him he's going to target them but it's a, a lot of teams just lay off him a bit but when they when you lay off him he just he just destroys you like we saw that yeah. you know just a little hitch kick and people think wow that's not really done much but Mate, when someone's doing that in front of you, you're keeping your eye on him no matter what. And when you keep your eye on him, there's space elsewhere. And yeah, I thought he was brilliant. God, he was good. So God, he good. was yep. good, man. Yep. Tyrone Green's a proper handful. I mean, losing Mike Brown is brutal because he's so good, so reliable, such high-quality player in brilliant form. Tyrone Green's been a revelation. Yeah, <laughs> like a ball I, in hand. I think so. I mean, so. fantastic. And, uh, you know, that liner try, Lewis Liner, I don't know if you saw the... Uh, you must have seen a little clip of him hugging his father at the end. Lovely. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. But Lovely. Marcus Smith does so well just to, just to get Joe Simmons just a little bit tight. Gets him a little bit tight with that little hitch kick. And that allows him um, to hit Lewis Liner. Yeah, it, 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 Marcus Smith is the guy. Mm. He's 
I mean, when I um, and he said it publicly, so I'm not revealing anything. But when I did that event last week with the Lions in Jersey, people were asking questions on the floor to Warren Gatland, and you know, asking about why didn't you pick Johnny Sexton and whatever. And he goes, "Look, Johnny, probably depending where we are on the tour, is, is probably." next cab off the rank in terms of fly halves if there's an, in, if there's an injury but he hasn't played three consecutive games mm. three consecutive weekends for three years since 2018 like it's a long time and um, but he and he said I he just said I just want to mention one player who I think is particularly special and that's Marcus Smith mm. and no one asked him he just said before and everyone clapped about his one answer about whoever and he said no I just want to mention one other player and mention him because he was talented and had a bit of flair young with a bit of flair He's not that anymore. He's got the flair. He's got the talent. He is a driving force at ten, and I, I he has to play for England. He has to. I love George Ford. I love him. He has to play for England. There is room for two. He's not a liability at ten at all. At all. Not, defensively, he's brilliant, mate. Yeah, really good. He doesn't smash people, but he's brave. But he's, he's not. He's really not good. messing up either. You know, he's so no. consistent, and I think he's next on the list. Should there be, you know, touch where there shouldn't be any injuries, but you know, I think that game there. A big game as well, you know. Quarters are big, semis are big to a point, but they're not the same as a final. You know, you've really got to perform in those big occasions, and he did. He shone through, and Man, you know, you, you're talking about shining over someone like Joe Simmons, who's been brilliant yeah. for Exeter, yeah. but there was only one ten on that field. Um, he took it on a level, didn't he? In fairness, when he massively. when they played Leicester, George Ford, I actually thought was super duper and actually look the better 10 on the day so it's not a given that Marcus Smith should just start but I do think there's room for two I really do mm. in tests there's so many tests these days I think there's room for two but um, uh, so yeah a phenomenal final a genuinely phenomenal best final ever they made they shipped 38 points and still won mm. it's mad yeah. Yeah. it's absolutely mad but that's been their philosophy really all the way through the season is that they will score tries they just back themselves to score more than they concede I mean you've you wrote them off many many a time um, saying you know they they never win and they defend like that. <laughs> it's funny that um, people are, people love saying that on Twitter. Ah, mm. you said that. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. So did Danny Care live on our on our show. Mm. So did Alex Dombrandt live on our show. Uh, here you go. We've got the interviews. Literally, their players were saying it. <laughs> so they all thought it. They're like, we've got to tighten up. And to be fair, they hit re- their first up hits look way better. Yeah, really good this weekend. And they have looked, but they still shipped thirty eight points. Mm. So yeah, but they they've just on, they're just on the right side of that spectrum yeah. this week. Um, oh, bloody great in it. It's final day. <laughs> it's yeah, so it was brilliant. It was brilliant. But there was so many good um, performances. Sam Sims scoring again. I think what's that? Twenty one tries in a but season. Try. We got smashed back and just yeah. bounces up and yeah. sp- he springs on. They again. are the worst yeah. players, I reckon. You know, like. Mm. Hamish Watson's a bit like him. You know, players that just bounce, so you can never drive with your legs into him because they just sort of absorb the uh, the power that, that you defensively players are putting on them and they just wriggle out. I'd much rather someone just run hard. If someone runs hard, you can use their weight to tackle them as long as your technique's good, but players that just hit, stick, move backwards, move sideways. You know, you, Bore off, mate. Yeah, you want. You're not, you've not got anything to, to drive into because they just absorb all the energy that's coming from you. So, yeah, but you want your nose. And he's brilliant at it. He's brilliant at it. Um, I thought yeah. Devoto was really good as well. Um, he's a hard boy. Yeah, he is a hard boy. And Ucha. I feel a little bit sorry for, for Luke Cowan Dickey. I hope he's all right. It looked like a hell of a bang he took. Looked horrible that day. Yeah. I, I, the, the Chiefs scrum's been interesting because I think. Yeah. Um, it. it it was for so long such a 
reliable weapon for them. And I think this season in particular, I think that, um, you know, I think it struggled a little bit. And I've said before in our pod, I think, I think Harry Williams, um, I would actually, not that he'd have any interest in speaking to me, but I'd love to speak to him about it because I could be completely wrong. But from what I see, he looks like someone who almost maybe got done over a few times, which happens to everybody. You know, Dan Cole tuned up Joe Marler a couple Mm. of times last season and, you know, everyone gets added, put in bits sometimes, put in, put into bits sometimes. But it's, I, I feel like sometimes he's nervous and he's trying to fly out the blocks and he's compromising his, you know, his hip position and it's boring stuff like that. But I, I look at the the Quinn's front row and they're completely relaxed. Wilco Lowe, talking about him. He is a giant. Mm. I walk past him, mate. Mm. I'm about 120 kilos, right? Maybe a little bit more. I'm about 120, no, just under. I weigh myself. Just under 120 kilos in case my uh, Ollie, my trainer, is listening. He is so much bigger than me, it felt weird walking past him. Like, he's freaky big. You're double-taking the street. Yeah. His ass and legs and back, he is enormous. If he's less than 140, 145 kgs, I'd be amazed. And he moves, mate, and he's fit, mm. and he's explosive. He carries well. His scrum was brutal. He has been a brilliant... And they have got Will Collier coming off the bench, who is one of the best scrummaging tight heads in the game. They are brutal to play against now. Adam Jones has done a wicked job with them because their scrum is a proper weapon. Yeah, you saw the embrace with Adam and Joe Marler after. It's touching. Yeah. It's really nice. Real nice thing to see. You know, a lot of respect there and um, a lot of emotion. Um Esther Hazen, I thought coming in at twelve, wow, yeah, you know, coming back from the batter from the ban, you know, just defensively solid. Um He's another guy that we all know he's Jack big. Area, brilliant. But he's real big boy. Angles he hit, fantastic. Legs are real big. Yeah, he's yeah. a ox of a man. Like at Massive twelve man. as well. You you can't really tell the difference between him and Don Brandt. That's how sort of big he is. But when I was actually talking to Sam Warburton the other day about you and he was like, Yeah, Shanks is, I always wanted like Shanks' ass and legs. I was always like, it's so much bulk and power there. And he's like, no matter how much I lift, I can't get an ass and legs like Shanks had, huge. And I actually said, I thought to myself, just like Esther Hazen. Yeah. That is what, he's yeah. got a legs and ass like you, only 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, he's massive. Yeah, only bigger and better. Yeah, much better. Yeah, But but much better. to come back from a band like that and to have a game like he did with a massive influence, yeah. it's tough. Um, it's a hard thing to do and he did it. And he well rede- done, he's redeemed man. himself for that red. Um, um, so, right, yeah. uh, hell, of, hell of a final. Well done, the Harlequins. Now, mm-hmm. Lions, I didn't watch it yesterday. I watched it today being Sunday. Okay. And Before we um, start, before we start with this, right, we've got to do something. Right, It's a new app out called Settle It. Right. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what we'll do is we'll pick a fixture and you bet against your mates. Um, so you're not betting. It's not like a bookies or anything like that. So you you lose money to your friends. So we're going to do this through the Lions Tour, um, and we can have a bit of fun with it. So you can only use yeah. So the way I've had it explained to me is, we you can by well by you I think and I think I've got this right is you can I can bet with you. Yep. But you, so I can only lose money to you. I'm not yep. betting. I'm not betting non-stop with randoms I don't know. But, which is actually why I've never really bet very much because, like very often, because it's the whole notion of driving in my car for three hours, getting out, meeting someone at a petrol station, giving them 300 quid and driving home again. I always think this yeah. is a crazy way to spend your life. But if it's you, I feel like if I lose badly, you might let me off. Yeah, I'll give you a little bit back maybe. Drip feed yeah. you now and again. And But it's yeah, it's a good idea. Um, so well done, Jules and Ollie. They're massive rugby fans. 
Um, Noises. Yeah, sell it, download the app, invite your friends and yep. have some fun. Yeah, I'm actually already, I'm already 18 pounds up, but let's, I mean, anyway, I've only had one bet with you and I, I won it, but um, I'm not sure you knew it was happening. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So Lions boy, mm. um, what I would say, what would say we have to this? start with the big ones. Come on. The bad news. Alan Jones yep. going off like, Justin Tipperick guts me because I just love watching him play. Mm. Alan Wynne Jones guts me because I think he should be Prime Minister and King. And I know, and now we know, I I know that he is a sort of bloke who's genuinely so hard. It's not it's not just chat. He's so hard. Mm. He could have been an excruciating pain, and you would not have seen it on his face. So you don't know how much he was hurting, even though he looked comfortable in the stands. Mm. That's my point. Yeah, yeah. I bet he refused to sling. I just knew. When he was coming off, that's it. I just because he doesn't come off for anything, you know. Mm. And the way he was holding, I thought it was his wrist initially, but it, it was his shoulder. But even the way he shook Courtney Law's hand was like, "This is it," you know. He's sort yeah. of passing on the baton, if, if you like, you yeah. know. So horrendous news that him and Tipperick are out because they are just they're proper tough, experienced players that exactly what you want on the Lions tour so absolutely gutted they just in real high pressure moments they do class stuff big like, players in big games mate that's what you want mistakes but no but 
they're saying now that Alan Wynne Jones might he might not fly out with the squad, but he might be fit for the first test in oh. And I'm thinking, well, I'd, I'd love to be love to be wrong, but I'm mm. sorry, mate, no way. Dislocate your shoulder, boy. Yeah. If it's a sublux, like I've done that, where it goes properly out and properly back in again, sometimes it's like you can come back quicker from that. But he went off with his arm held at that angle where it's like that is out. And it's a risk as well. It's a massive risk to start a player that, you know, you're rushing back from injury to get right for a test. But maybe they will, maybe they won't. You know, it's it's obviously going to be his last tour. Or maybe it's not. Maybe he's going to go on like Simon Shaw. But especially when... You got Johnny Hill coming in, Tyg Byrne class, Marrow obviously mm. class, and then Courtney comes on and booyah, yeah. he was awesome, mate. Yeah, Courtney was class. Yeah, some real good performances, I thought. Uh, Robbie Henshaw, wow. Yeah, tell me about him because I love, I love that Bundyaki out to in line off the back of the line out yeah, early doors. Really good, and I love watching Robbie Henshaw. You've told me a lot about Robbie Henshaw that is, I feel like I know more about centres now because you've spoken about him so much, and he just seems like a really wise player. Really wise, makes really good decisions defensively. Like gives everything into tackles. So you see a lot of players, um, you know, will just do soak up tackles. He's he is smashing every contact. He's getting off his feet quickly. You know, he's not taking time. He's not hanging out on the wing. Then he's getting back into the midfield. He's using line speed. He's offering himself in attack. He runs all the way through the game. Like there's no jogging. Yeah. Everything's done at hundred percent. And to do that, you have to be so fit. He is. He's big as he's well. He's a though. massive workhorse, mate. He's so good. Like he's starting for me in the test, no matter what. And then you know you pick your players around him, much like I think Dan Bigger has to start at ten. Um, I think him, at Dan Bigger at ten, and um, and oh, I've gone, I've gone blank now. Um, Robbie Henshaw at thirteen. Uh, are the are the two definites and Connor Murray as well. You know what? They're picking Connor Murray because he's going to start. Yeah. Don't write off Owen Farrell at all. Don't write off no, Stuart don't. Hogg at all because. But go on. But Peter Jackson made a really good point on Twitter that I hadn't thought of. Mm. Picking Connor Murray is the clearest indicator yet that Warren Gatland doesn't think that Hogg or Farrell will be in his starting fifteen because they are both international captains. Or, They're the obvious choices. See, I I saw that and I, I'm not sure I agree with that. Like, I think you can play yourself into the team. Easily, you know, if yeah. if Hogg and Owen Farrell have really good warm-up games, because you're not picking the team now. It's 24th of August is the first test. You know, that's nearly a month away. Um, yeah. But uh, but I agree. I don't think they're definites to start. They won't be definites at the moment. But that's not to say they're not going to start. So, you know, it's not saying. I feel like they're two players who are not currently in his penciled in 15, but they could work their way in. Maybe, 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 but. You know, you you're better off going with a guaranteed starter. And out of if you look at those three, Connor Murray is your nine, isn't he? I think everyone yep. agree with that. So he look, I thought he looked really sharp yesterday. Yep. I thought he looked really, really good. And you know, when he when he kind of he lost a bit of form, and John Cooney got a, you know he found a bit of form, and he didn't get much love. And then Jameson Gibson Park played really well once or twice. You just thought, is this kind of the end? I thought yesterday he looked razor sharp, actually. Gets a ball away so quick. Cause he's quite a big man, Conor Murray, yeah, he isn't is. he? he is. Yeah, and he's also a threat around the base as well, so it holds a lot of defenders. You know, when you... Like Mike Phillips was the same, you know, and 
people would sometimes give him a little bit of stick about taking it on too much, but he took it on a lot of times himself because that would hold guards, that would hold bodyguards, which creates space elsewhere. So, do you know what feels he said about him on Twitter? Yeah, you see that? Yeah, <laughs> poor man's Mike Phillips done well. He's done well. <laughs> He's done well. <laughs> Uh, oh. Barely good. Bigger was good, mate. Yeah, he was. It, it just, just uh, a control. You know, he controls things very nicely. Everyone who plays with him just seems to look really comfortable. And yep. at, at fullback, you watch Liam Williams and you think, "Yep." Yeah, I mean, how do you drop him when you watch him play? And he just does everything really, really well. Yep. He's so reliable, and yep. you think, "How do you drop? How do you leave a guy like that out of a team if you got him?" You, yeah. you know, it's pretty hard, isn't it? Van der Merwe, how see, big? Yeah, massive boy. Oh, you just want to give him the ball. I think he's hard work him. Like, if they can use him, I think he's properly hard work. I tell you what, I didn't didn't see coming, actually, going with rebounding around a bit. I didn't see Adam Beard Mm. going, getting picked. I didn't see that. I I saw James Ryan, but apparently he might have pulled out or something, and I should should Google it, really, but we're doing this. Um, And I've been camping with my kids, so I haven't been on Google. No service, mate. But Adam Beard coming in, he did have a good Six Nations. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, it's not the name I expected, and that's no, that is no. probably more to do with my ignorance than being an insult to him. But a lot of the Lions squad are like that. There's quite a few decisions that no one expected. Um, you know, Adam Beard was was good in Six Nations. He's been out and in a little bit, but mate, he's he's massive bloke, and he pushes. He's great for the scrum, great for the line yeah. out. But, you know, there's a lot of second rows out there as well. Um, and Adam Beard probably wouldn't have been in many Lions squads. But, you know, Warren Gatlin knows what he's doing. We've got to back him 100%. Um, he knows what Adam Beard offers. Obviously, there will be a little bit of bias towards Wales because he knows those players a lot more than he would know yeah, of course. other other countries. Uh, Josh Navidi, great for him. You know, he was in a lot of people's Lions squad anyway. He's versatile. He plays eight, seven, six. Great strong carrier. Unbelievably strong for a bloke that probably doesn't weigh as much as other back rows. You know, he runs his weight and more, and that's he probably he probably weighs about the same as Hamish Watson. But everyone says Hamish Watson's too small because he plays for Scotland. Probably a little bit more. Probably a little bit more. Um, All right, a bit meatier. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Bit yeah. Bulkier. Fine. Um, how about those two tighter props for the Lions? Tyg Furlong, mm. brilliant. Car Sinclair came on. I'd argue even better. I know. But he's. Working the defensive line was outrageous, fella. Yeah, it was, and they played. Booming people they played power. a very Gatlin way. There's a lot, a lot of runners off nine. There was, there was a little bit of width, but it wasn't like an Exeter or a, a Quinns. It was very Gatlin-esque in the way they played. One-up runners, and you know they were a lot more physical, especially defensively, um, which will be really pleasing to um, Warren Gatlin's squad. But forgetters, you know they. They were able to outmuscle Japan fairly easily, um, but you know they're not going to be able to do that in South Africa. So that's that's my worry. It's always been the worry: is how do you outmuscle the best? Can I um, unsettle it? Mm. I don't. I don't know if I can bet on starting teams yet, on starting players, or if it's just results. I'll have a look. But if I can bet on starting players I mean some of them won't get great odds but I wasn't going to put 10 quid on Tyg Burn and I'm going to put 10 quid on the Courtney yeah. Hawks both starting the first test Tyg Burn's angle was amazing the, yeah. the depth he sort of hid he hid behind one of the forwards I, I can't remember who it was but good pass too really good pass absolutely perfect right out in front but the way he hits it he sort of he's just he's just shadowing he's hiding but the pace as well like you know yeah. if, 
if I didn't have glasses on, you'd think I would be a back. And when I saw it glancing like over a hundred people's shoulders in a corporate suite at um, Twickenham, so I didn't, I did, I, and I just saw the blue hat, and I thought, oh, lovely line from Tipperick because he's that quick. Yeah. I thought, oh, Tipperick, class, mate. What he mm. absolute class. And I was on the mic, and I was like, I see, oh, Tipperick, what a player. Yeah. And no one else knew because it was well, the sound wasn't on. They're all listening to something else, and. And of course, it wasn't him. He was off injured by then, I think. Mm. But yeah, Tyg Byrne is some player. Yeah, I, I agree with that, mate. I agree. I agree. So yeah, yep. a, a pretty convincing performance. Nice try from Josh Adams. Squeeze in the corner, a bit of inside out. Well, he's banging people around, mind. Mm. He looks big and strong mm. at the moment, doesn't he? Yeah, loves it. Loves oh. it. Caught he's been eating his broccoli. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, the sad thing is just the injuries. I mean, that is just, it's just bloody horrible, isn't it? But yep. it happens in every tour. You're one of them, boy, weren't you? Yep. Yeah, never left Basingstoke, was it? Or Maidenhead? Where was it? Where was what? Didn't, oh, Weybridge or something. Oh, no, it wasn't you. You did. Oh, you got injured. Like, I know someone else got picked and then went to the training camp, got injured on day one and went home, but you got injured before it started. Yeah, I didn't even get the kit. If you're sick. Oh. Didn't even send it to me. It's all branded up as well. Oh, yeah, I got a Lions puff the other day. Could have sold that for thousands. Oh, yeah, did you? You know, you know John Dawson, our mate? Yeah. Old Wasps and Quinn's tighter prop bath for a few minutes till he did his ACL. Mm. Um, well, I've got. I'm doing some stuff with them. I've got a, a basic. I'm a two XL, mm. but they do up to a three XL, and he's a bit bigger than me, Dorse. So I'm using threes, and I'm looking a bit. They're looking too a bit too big for me when I'm doing my work, but I'm doing it for him. Mm. And I managed to pilfer him a puffer jacket, and he doesn't know yet. So um, he'll be over the moon with that. Oh, lovely! Yeah, I stole it. I mean, I, ultimately, I stole it. But um, I don't think who else wants a three XL puffer? No one. Um, what before we? Before we skedaddle, Tommy, um, a quick word on Miles Harrison, yes. who one of one of the great men who has had an operation uh, after having been diagnosed with colon cancer, um, pretty horrific. And as Mick Cleary said in the Telegraph, one one of the few people that no one, whether he was there or not in the game, anyone, not only, not only never, no one's ever said a bad word about him, but actually no one's ever been indifferent about him either everyone loves him he's just the the voice of rugby and a great man and he's doing all right and he's he's uh we're all backing him to get better and all thinking it is it will be strange listening to the lions on sky without his voice yep Mm. yep but four years from now fella is it australia in four years yeah it is Mm. he'll be back he'll be doing it so uh, we hope so we hope so hell of of a man yeah matsushima mate for japan Woo! Mm. how good i know Hey, do you remember at the World Cup? I was like, he signed for Claremont, and I after that, and I was like, said to you, I just think I know he's good, but I just think he he likes the harem scarem game, but I just don't think he's going to do any good in Europe. Ha <laughs> ha. Mm. Wrong. Mm-hmm. He's brilliant, isn't he? Yeah, he's absolutely he's brilliant. brilliant. And how good was it to have fans watching as well in Edinburgh? Yeah. At the Prem final, I oh, God, I hope we don't go back to zero um, attendance. Oh, please no. Ah, oh, please. Like you, you don't just don't get games like that. Like. Quinn's Exeter, that game isn't happening. Bristol Quinn's, that game's not happening without audience, without fans, without noise. You know, it's it's yep. so much better. So let's cross our fingers, boy, because apparently they ran out ran out of beers before half time at Murrayfield. Oh, I saw that. Um, who was it? Andy Nickel. Was the, oh, is that what he said? It was Andy Nickel. Yeah, yeah he, it. <laughs> he tweeted something. But then it's like, and apparently the PA was so loud, couldn't hear anything. I, I'm I, I'm all in favour. The thing is, I want all the pitch announcers to. 
have jobs and love their jobs and earn lots of money and be successful but I desperately don't want pitch announcers at any grounds I ever go to again I think I just think read the team out and leave it at that we, the half-time interviews and I, I I just not having them at all I've, I've never liked it but um it's the weird thing was only 10,000 people at Twicken you know you've seen a few interviews after games yep. and the lads are like oh I can't hear you it's too loud and you're like no it's not there's 10,000 people there or 6,000 people there doing 10,000 people at Twickenham, so 70,000 spare seats. Mm. We had to, three times, we had to stop what we were doing because we couldn't hear each other speak and we are one and a half metres, two metres apart, whatever it is. It was weird. It was weird. I don't know, I don't know why, but it was so loud we couldn't hear. They were awake because Twickenham's always, it's pretty dead in it at Twickenham, yeah. let's be honest. It's pretty quiet ground. It's not, it's not the noisiest place to play in the world. But maybe it's just because they've everyone is so keen and so drunk. Don't know, but it was mega, mega loud. Just not used to it, mate. You're just not used to it, are you? Used to. No, I get not no, silence. No, been a while, and it. But it actually really affected the broadcasting because we couldn't do interviews or anything without hearing anybody. Yeah. Try clean your ears out recently. My help, but well, a bit of olive oil in them. Self cleaning, aren't they? No. I've got loads of chewing gum in one of mine. <laughs> Airwaves it clears me out, keeps me sharp when I write my columns. Right, there we um, are. That's it. Um, well done, boy. We'll be back uh, next weekend. Probably we're looking at Sunday the 4th of July for mm. Raw. I mean, if we're not officially, if we're not allowed to call it Raw, we'll have to call it Grrr or something. Won't we? But then I wonder if um, Frosties might get in touch. Yeah, true. Remember. Yeah, I worth know. thinking about. Yeah, all right. Keep grilling. Um, what are you cooking I on the Kamado some... Joe this week? Ribs. Mm. Already in the fridge, fella. Uh, defrosting, and then they'll be out tomorrow morning. I'm just trying to cut the cows a little bit, so I just got three racks of ribs for tomorrow night. Um, for the kids and me and the girlfriend, so right, two nice. racks for me, and they can have a couple of ribs each. Perfect. That's how it works. Well done, mate. Yeah. How all about right. you? Uh, what I'm going to do, I, I've got some piri piri chicken wings. From Phil and Fryer. Yeah. Love them, mate. Oh, do you know how um, people think I'm an expert? I'm not. I just saw, uh, you know, Marcus Borden, my mate on them. Um, yeah. he's, but he's the a guy you're going to look like in 10 years. Yeah, exactly it. Slash three years. And um, he said he just does, I went to his place and he just does chicken wings and chicken pieces. Yeah. I direct heat over a high heat on the KJ and just turn them really regularly so they don't burn, get yeah. a nice char on them. I did that last week covered the whole grill with chicken wings. I must have had 7,000 on there. And they were a little bit charred because of the peri-peri, burnt on, lovely, nice little bit. And it was flipping regular, high temp, direct heat, beautiful boy. Mm, can't beat Keep going. Simple. Anyway, there we are. Good luck, everyone. Bye. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project... There's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.